guys, it's Eris and Bianca, and you're listening to It's Not Personal, a weekly podcast where we discuss the highs and lows of navigating life in our 20s. You ready? All right, let's do it. Hey, guys. <laughs> and welcome back to another week. Yes. What's going on, B? Nothing. Um, nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel good to be back, though. It does. I know last week we had the welcome back party, but this week is just a little bit of life update before we dive into back into the topics. Into the topics, we, from us. right? And we want we want you guys in the most like not humble, but in the most like um what's the word healthy way, be able to connect to our stories personally mm. and be able to because there's two of us, yeah, and we lead. Like, when we come together, we are like, you know, Eris and Bianca, and we're this pair. Mm -hmm. But we're like, we lead completely separate lives. Absolutely. And um, what Eris might go through is different from what I might go through, and you can might relate to Eris more than you can relate to me, or vice versa. So we want to be able to help, like, you guys connect with us personally, and be able to you know, attach, like become a friend, a virtual friend with a pair of us, of course. But then you always, there's like, when you have a friend group or if you're in a, a new friend group, there's always a friend you like a little bit more. Yeah. You may able to connect a little bit more. Maybe you might see something within you that you see in us. Uh-huh. So you're like, oh, okay. I can see myself in Bianca's situation. Like, oh, I'm a mom too. Like, that's right. cool. Or I'm not, no, I'm just a single girl out here. That's cool too. Mm-hmm. Things like that. And it also will maybe help you broaden your horizon of people you can be friends with. Granted, me and Eris have been friends since the fourth grade. So it's different for us. But as a single woman and somebody like Eris is single and for somebody who is married and has two kids, we still have found a way to have our friendship. So it may be if you are a mom and feel like you don't you have to have be friends with with women who are only moms or if you're a single woman and feel like you can't be friends with people who are married or who have kids me and Eris are a test to say that even though we have been friends for fucking ever you still can be friends with people who are in different situations with you absolutely you just have to find a balance yes and that might be a good time we're not gonna dive into it right now but um a lot of people will say like married women or married couples shouldn't be friends with single people. And that's just such a weird statement to me. Because, like, bitch, I'm the same person you... Uh, before you got married, that still means that you married. Like, do you, what are you talking about? They forgot. They clearly forgot. They got the wrong friends. Uh, it's weird. We should dive into that one day. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. So, who do you, you want to update first? You want to update you? You want to update well, me? Well, okay, so we started this podcast, and I forgot to press record, and I started first. So, I think that Eric should start first, because we just started going off a tangent with okay. my stuff. I so should start. I think Eric should start. So, I don't know what our early 2021 potties was about, because um, I haven't re-listened to them, mm-hmm. but I think it's like, what have, where have I been throughout the year? Yeah. Because that was really at the beginning of the year, for sure. For sure. So, like, you, like, we have no idea. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why we're here to update on our life. Yeah. So, um, I've gotten a new job. Yep. Since then. Um, yeah, and I, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I love it. I, I definitely don't hate it. Um, do I plan on quitting? Yes. Um, Yeah. So we're in the, we're, that's where we're at in regards to work. We are on that 
routes. Um, mentally, I've been earlier in the year. I was definitely in a roller coaster of mental health for sure. Um, but like within the last couple months, I've been feeling good. That's good. I've been feeling good. I have stopped taking my medication this year. Um, and the only reason I there was no reason for me to stop. But the only reason I have not started it again is because for like a week and a half, two weeks, you're really sick on that medication. And I just don't want to deal mm. with being really sick right now. And it's just like, you know, like the vomiting yeah. and like the upset stomach. Like I don't have, I don't have the It's just not your that. vibe right now. No. That's the only reason I'm not on it. But do I need to be? Yes. <laughs> if you're asking, <laughs> your ass mentally be on that medication. Absolutely. Okay, there's some things loose up here, some lotions. She need help inside of there. But at least you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know what? One thing about it, I never... I've never been delusional. As long as you know that. I gotta live in my truth, right? Yeah. You know, imagine sitting across from a therapist and they're saying, you got a lot of shit going on. And you say, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> like that you know that just, just don't believe it yeah i feel like you can't help yourself if you don't um if you're not open to addressing those things like yeah. every doctor is not right mm-hmm. every therapist is not right but if you're not even open to the idea of like discussing them how like, can you help yourself right, right? i think mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna put his business out there but i know somebody like that mm-hmm. they just won't they just won't they have problems and maybe they don't see their own problems yeah. but they need help that's hard too mm-hmm. to admit especially once you, when you grown right so like, <laughs> when you get to the age that we are not that we are like that grown but you know yeah. it's hard to admit that maybe you thought that you got through your past childhood trauma mm-hmm. but you haven't or you thought that you were over this trauma that you had in your life and you aren't and they're still just open wounds. Mm-hmm. And they're never going to close up until you address them. You just kind of super glued them shut versus just like completely getting them stitches. Yeah. Sometimes you need the stitches. Oh, what else have I been up to? Y'all, I really, I've been chilling. I've been enjoying life. Mm-hmm. Um, Around, like, a, my birthday came and I was like, I just want to enjoy, just be in that the piece. moment. Yeah. Like, live in the moment. Um, I don't want, I want to feel like I have to, even for myself, like take these pictures of like activities that I'm doing, you know, like, um, you know how like you, like you'll go to someone, let's say you go to a concert and like somebody is recording the whole thing through their phone. Yeah, that's annoying. And it's like, you can't even, how are you enjoying it? You're looking at the concert in your phone. Like, just do a couple clips and put your phone down. Yes, get your three pictures of Beyonce. And calm down. And start singing that song with her. That's all you need to do. Close it up. And maybe that's just our generation. Well, maybe, I don't know. I was going to say, maybe that's just our generation. Mm. Um, That are are not like that, but I don't think so. But there are more people that I know Mm -mm. that have... Like, Eris hardly posts... She uses stories more than she posts on her grid. My sister is like that. She used to 
posts a lot on her grid, but now she's just more on her stories. My husband doesn't have social media. A lot of his brothers and sisters don't have social media. So a lot of people who I'm around don't live in that world. So it's easy for me to not live in that world all the time. Mm-hmm. But when I'm by myself, sometimes, you know, it consumes me a little bit. What, the the posting part or like? No, just being, being yeah, yeah, like maybe being in it and not being in that moment. Oh. But I you mean, you know, I can admit it to myself sometimes. Yeah. <sighs> but like, like you said, when... It has to be when we're not around because like when I'm with you and we're doing activities. Right. I never, yeah, right. We never post about it Mm -mm. unless we want to. Yeah. Because it's just a moment thing. I don't feel the the need to, but I mean, you know, I'm, it's okay. (laughs) That's where I'm at though. That's where I'm at. Where have you been? I have been here. Um, nothing much has really gone down with, with me. Um, I had a baby in April. Um, his name is Cairo. He'll be six months um, here in a couple days. Mm-hmm. And he, he is a lot different from how Zion is, my older son. Definitely. Um, <laughs> and it's weird because my birthday is April 9th and Cairo's birthday is four days before mine. So you just do the math. I don't want to put his <laughs> business out there. <laughs> We are both the same sign, but we are different genders. Now, gender is a little weird now, <laughs> but babies can't identify as a gender, blah, blah, blah. He's a boy. Right. <laughs> so we're different. We're different genders. So I don't know if that has a difference in our personalities that, you know, maybe male Aries are different than female Aries um, because we don't have the same mannerisms at all. <laughs> and even though he's only six months old I'm with him all the fucking time so I can, I can pick up on it and even my mom says that my mom raised me from baby till now she's still fucking raising me and <laughs> she says that Kyra was a completely different baby than I was um, so that's that's that I'm not going to put too much of his personal business out there but he was having an eating issue um, I want to say beginning of June that he had to have surgery mm-hmm. for it was very difficult, but we got through it, and now he's in wear size twelve month clothes, and he be out months. here, y'all. He be out here. He is emotional. Okay, to put it lightly, he got a lot of emotions that he be going through. <laughs> he does. He is passionate about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> and when he was, I had a. A planned a c-section and when he came out i was really expecting him to be the same color as his father who was a brown-skinned man and he does he looks more like me than zion does <laughs> so yes. so there's that um we've adjusted i've adjusted decently to having two kids especially because um it's different especially having like a toddler and my toddler is very go play and he figure out himself and I got used to that like sleeping through the night because my son he barely wakes up during the middle of the night so um but I've adjusted and it's it's definitely different it's not any harder but it's it's what you make it Mm. um I think the last time I know for sure the last time we did this podcast I was potty training my son which has been successful so if you are dreading potty training your kids, just sit them 
on the toilet. But if you are a stay-at-home mom, you don't leave your kids often. Just let them run around with no underwear on until they figure it out. <laughs> That's my advice. Eventually, they're going to realize, bro, I can't pee here. Yeah. So do that, and it will definitely help. And then just wait till they're ready. I knew that Zion wasn't ready. I mean, he's really mature, and he's really knowing, but he's a boy, so I knew he wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So that's my family life. Um, mentally, I've been better, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely okay. When Eris and my mom describe, like, their situations or their mental health, I don't quite, and I'm not trying to, like, I don't want to compare myself to them, but I don't feel like how they have described themselves feeling. Mm-hmm. Um but it definitely is harder it's definitely been hard for me because i've had of course i had a baby and i mean not that i have like postpartum depression i don't i don't feel like i've had that like at the at your doctor's office so at your 6 weeks appointment your 6 week appointment and then at your 6 i just had my 6 month appointment your doctor should give you some type of survey um and i feel like right on the cusp but the questions are like do every day you smile? No, not mm-hmm. every day I fucking smile. But every day I'm fine. I wake up and do what I have to do. So like I fell on the cusp of that. And before the pandemic started, I was seeing a therapist and I just got back into doing that two weeks ago. And it's it's been helpful because it's just been, it's been helpful to be able to. Is your current therapist a male or female? She's a woman. Um, she is a Caucasian woman, which is fine. But my other therapist was a little bit younger. And she actually, my other parent, she was nice. And she was like relatable because she was like, you know, a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. But she went back to school. So clearly like she was trying to get her shit together. This woman that I see now, she is a mom. And she's been married since, she got married around the same age as that I did. And she's lived in the city of Akron mm. her whole life. And she gives me like, she's a therapist who gives her own personal, um, like when she starts her sessions, she asks you me how I'm doing. And then I tell her, and then she relates that back to a personal experience that she's had. And all of her experiences are very similar because she grew up in the area that I live in, mm. or she raised her kids in the area that I live in. So she was telling me the story about how she got into a car accident at um, a grocery store that's literally down the street from my house. So it feels like she can, not that we live similar lives, but she understands what I'm saying. Yeah. Because she lived in this light that I'm living in. And she went back to school to get her uh, master's degree. So she went back to school when her son was 10. So she's only... I think her son just graduated high one of her whole or her, she went to back to school. She said she went back to school when her oldest son turned 10 and he just turned 18. So she, okay. she just, she went back to school just recently and she just is part-time. So it's been helpful to see, even though we don't relate on like, you know, our, our areas of how the world perceives us as, you know, she's raising, you know, white children versus I'm raising black boys. I can relate to her on the fact that she got married young, had kids young, even though we're completely different age groups. Uh And that was more expected back then that she did it, but she still wanted to do for herself. Mm -hmm. So that's helpful to me. Do you feel like those conversations are a little bit, I don't even know if the right word is easier, 
but like when you're talking to another woman who is a mom so she can relate to the struggles of like having to relate to whatever struggles coming to be a right. mom because I don't know mm-hmm. right <laughs> so if you're saying like man like last week was so hard and this is why and then mm-hmm. she's like you know what I can relate to that because as a mom yeah that it does help sometimes but I've already told myself like my kids are only going to be this young once. So any hard time that I'm having, I embrace, like, I don't embrace the hard time, but you know what I mean? I get through it because mm-hmm. I know that they're not going to, you know, my son is only like Eris said this morning, like my son didn't want to take soccer pictures. So I didn't make them. So Eris said, how long are you going to be three? And that's what I live in. It's like, he's not going to be this young now. So like, I mean, forever. So when he says, mommy, can I have a hug? I give him a hug or unless I'm doing something, that is like, I'm really trying to get it done. I say no, but if I'm just hanging out on the couch, just bullshitting and I know I need to be doing something and he says, all right, mommy, can we play? I'll play with him. Yeah. Because there's, now that he, he's getting a lot, he's getting older and he doesn't want to play with me as much as he did last last year. And it is now because he has a brother and he has somebody to play with, even though Cairo is six months old. But he still, he still plays with Cairo and he has that time. Um, But when times where he asks me to do stuff, I do it unless I'm otherwise, like if I'm in the kitchen cooking dinner, like yeah. I can't do it right now, but I'll do it later. But I also, um, when I'm having a hard time being a mom or if I'm having a hard time being a mom and trying to be me going to a therapist that understands, like at some point, you know what I mean? You're still you and yeah. you can be you is, in- is inspiring because mm. like, it would be hard for me to go back to school now. And I talked about this. We actually like we started recording this podcast and I actually wasn't recording. And I talked about that then, but it would be hard for me to go back to school now. But maybe when my kids are 10, I'll be able to do that mm-hmm. because they'll be more self-sufficient. So it gives me hope to say like, yes, this is the position you're in now. And yes, things could be different or things are going to be hard and you have this different lifestyle, but you'll be able to at some point. Yeah, it's not a forever thing. Right. This is just my current phase, right? Mm-hmm. This current season that I'm living in. So it's definitely it's definitely what it is, but it's been helpful. Being a mom is definitely something that I I wake up every day and like am so freaking what's the word? Dis- not distraught, but like when you are confused, like. Like, so for lack of a better word, confused. Like, how did I get here? Because (laughs) I don't, I have a hard time being an adult. Adulthood is very hard for me. Be up until today. Well, even till today, like today. That's my life. Like, this shit is hard. Being an adult is hard for me. And it's because I thrived being a fucking child. (laughs) And so for me, it's like, why are you a mom? How did this happen? I see this in the path yet. <laughs> like, I thrived at being child Bianca. And that may, it hinders me in my marriage, but I can't help it. Like, I I was happiest when I was a kid. Mm. And I'm happy now. I'm happy with my life. Of course, you could be, you thought your life would be something different, but I never pictured being an adult because I just took it one day at a time. Yeah. 
So I never knew what my life would be like as an adult because I never had to think about it. I didn't live in an abusive household where I wanted to get out. I didn't live in a household where I felt like I'm moving out at 18. Yeah. Even though I did, it's because my mom fucking made me, but it was never in the plans for me to be this old. Right. Like you can even imagine it. No. So I had no real expectations for being an adult. And thank God you only live once because I can't do this shit again. <laughs> There's no way I would sign up for it again. I was talking to this guy that I'm talking to and I was asking him, um, would you want to live forever? And he was saying yes. Oh no. And I was a little for what? Never. For what? Why would be the reason? <laughs> Never. I don't want to die, but I wouldn't mind it. I'm fine. I mean, now that I'm a mom, like, you know, you, you feel differently about it, but I mean, I'm not, I'm what, I'm not afraid to die. First of all. And what I want, I would never, if you would, if you would ask four year old Bianca, if she wanted to live forever, that fucking answer is going to be no. (laughs) Who would want to live forever? That sounds exhausting. This shit is like, (laughs) like clearly, at my 27 year old body is confused on why we're still here (laughs) these bones these are the 27 year old bones (laughs) we haven't even made it to 30 yet and they hurt my legs every morning i wake up i say "Ooh, my legs and you want me to have these same legs for the rest of my for at least 60 more (laughs) i don't know eris i'm not no, never, ever, no. never. And that is something that I can, we can both say wholeheartedly. Live forever. No. no. I don't want to live forever. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. It does not sound fun. There's not enough life for that. There's not, like. Did you ask him why he wanted to? Yes. And he, he was saying, like, I would, he said, I wouldn't want to age past 50. I think that's what he said. I wouldn't want to age So he doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to be old. But if he could be 50 forever and live like that, he would be perfectly fine with it. And I said, well, I don't. Never. Not at all. Because really, I don't want... If I had to put a number on it, 85 is where I'm calling. It's been a good one. It's I don't want to be a hassle to nobody. Right. I don't really want to and be at that point, who, Right. The jokes ain't funny no more. I was... Me and my mom was watching some stand-up and um, the guy said his family was confused on why he wasn't sad that his 90 year old grandma had passed away. She 90. That's what he said. When I would talk to my grandma, he said, I was really close to her and I would talk to her and ask her if she wanted me to turn on TV. I've seen all the shows. <laughs> she I've read all the books. I've got all the knowledge. There's literally nothing fucking else for me to do. I can't watch you. I can't babysit. <laughs> I can barely cook. I can be no help. I can watch. I can literally look at the kids for you. <laughs> she coasting by. Who wants to coast? My great grandmother, she died. When she died, my great grandfather died first. I was in the sixth grade. She, two years later, she was gone. She, she probably waited for him. She you was, go first, bro. She didn't want to live no more because she had nobody to live with. Yeah. That's all she knew. Yeah. She was seven kids, 30,000 years. Like, what else do I... I love y'all, but look. I've done life. I'm done. I'm done and he done. I'm... I'm... 
I'm done at 27. Mm. I'm gonna tell you a, I'm gonna tell you a secret. Something that I've never told, haven't even told my fucking therapist yet. My father died at 33, and he had a very fulfilling life. He was out here. I'm just saying. (laughs) (coughs) I digress. I feel like um, we're on a new journey, Mm -hmm. a new chapter. Mm -hmm. We're sliding into our 30s here. Eris is sliding into her fucking thirty. Bianca's def- Bianca older than me, y'all. She is old, so she's definitely sliding first into our thirties, and I'm excited. It feels like a breath of fresh air. I'm glad somebody is. Like I said before, I had no idea. I adulthood is fucking hard for me, and hopefully, God will make my thirty year thirty years my thirties easier. Absolutely, but um, it's been difficult. Life has been difficult. My actual realization of being an adult has been hard for me and that's just what it is that's just fucking what it is and hopefully I'm, some of y'all can relate to it and i'm serious like not even like bills like not even like that aspect of it like actually saying at 18 if you choose to go to college why at 18 are you telling me that i have to do this for the this is what i have to do now i say this to say Eris says she planned on quitting her job. She, Eris has always been the person out of the pair of us to have a job consistently. I have never worked anywhere longer than a year and a half. Never, ever have worked anywhere longer than a year and a half. And now I'm in a position where I need, you know, some extra money, need to, you know, I want to buy another house. I want to get another car. And it's just unfair for me to put that on my partner. So I've been looking for jobs. Decided that, all right, I can do this teaching thing. You get off at, what, three, four, you know, you mm-hmm. get Christmas break off. You, you It's it's a, it's, a impromptu, like it's a, a, a prime opportunity for somebody who enjoys, you know, who hates being a fucking adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, um, I can do something I enjoy. I like, I like teaching. I like talking. I like doing stuff like that. So I went to college. I got a fashion merchandising degree, which I don't regret. I love fashion. I like having that knowledge. I like having that background. I like that people come to me and ask me things about fashion history because that's where I thrived at. And I could, I could definitely be like a social studies teacher because I like history. So with my degree, without any extra training, I could be a home ec teacher, mm-hmm. which is cool. I've been a stay-at-home mom for the past three years. I, I've been enjoying to cook more. I enjoy a family structure. I could do that. That'd be cool. Turns out you need a 2.5 GPA. <laughs> now, that's only a C average, but they don't tell you that. It's not. That's the problem with America. And that's what the issue is I have with being an adult is that we send these kids to school for 12 fucking years and don't tell them anything about being an adult. No. And TikTok has really influenced me to understand that the reason our public school system is set up for the like was set up around the industrial revolution period which means that it's programmed to send your kids to school from eight to three so that when they get older they'll go to work from eight to five yes because they're already used to that structure Mm -hmm. so that's why it's so easy for a lot of people not to go to college because straight out of high school they can just get a job very easy And and it feels normal for them because that's what they've been doing for the past 
since they were four. So that's never been that easy for me. And they don't talk about, and that they don't talk about it. They don't talk about that. They don't talk about how it may not be easy for some people to have that transition because it's not, it's never been easy for me. The school structure, I hated school. I did it, but I hated it. I hated it so much. I went to fucking cosmetology school after college. I mean, after high school for my own personal reasons and things that I had to do, but I hated school, the structure of it so much. And I never understood why. And that's why. Yeah. Because it sets you up to do something that I don't, I don't feel like I could physically do or mentally do, Uh but I'm going to do it now because I'm an adult and I don't really have an option. And I haven't applied myself in a way to make blogging um, and YouTube work for me in the way that I could have made it. Mm -hmm. And maybe I did, it just didn't happen. But I didn't structure it that way for myself. So now I have to just, you know, strap my dick on and do it. But it's it's difficult. And then since I didn't enjoy school, it wasn't enough for me to go to college for four years and get a degree. It wasn't enough. You want to pay me $40,000 and I have to have a 2.5 GPA cumulative. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I never had a 2.5. But there were a, a couple semesters where my when I was going through something, my mom had moved, I had to pay for college one semester, and my GPA dropped, but they want to cumulate. So my cumulative GPA is a 2.485. They said that's not enough, Troy. That's not enough. That's not enough. And that's weird because it's not enough that you have to go to school and accumulate the degree. I'm not trying to be a doctor or a lawyer. I'm just trying to be a home ec teacher. <laughs> Then I'm trying to cook pasta in the class with your kids. And that's all. And I'm not even trying to do any more or do any less. Just when you're, if you're in college now, just do the best you can. That's all I can say. Yeah. Maybe this podcast would be like the stepping stone in between, you know, maybe a couple life lessons. You know, my mom always says, um, like when I was growing up and she like, she felt like you wasn't listening to her or taking her advice. She's like, I've already been around the corner. Like right. I've already seen what is around that is there. Definitely, that is definitely a mom quote. I told Zion, I already know my ABCs. Yes. So why are you trying to quiz me? <laughs> I got this down pack. Take my advice. Cause I already see what's coming for you. Period. So maybe you could take a little bit of advice from us. Just do well in college. Just in case you don't want to do what you <laughs> went to college for. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Hopefully, you feel like you are updated on our personal life. Hopefully, you feel like um, this season of the podcast is going to be a, a good great one. experience and relatable. Follow us on our social networks. Well, follow the Instagram, the podcast Instagram. It's yeah. not personal, official. And then, if you feel inclined, if you like one of us more than the other, you can check us out on our individual ones. Yeah, Aristanio and Bianca Siobhan. Hello. See you later. See you next week.